What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 13th episode of the Near Mint Hockey Card Podcast. Lucky number 13. I'm your host, Elon Dubrovsky. With me is Ryan Krieg. We got another barn burner for you today. <laughs> yes, we do. Lucky number 13, worn by such players as Barzal, Hesher, or Hesher, <laughs> and Cam Atkinson. And what do all those players have in common, Elon? They're all in the division that we're going to be talking about today? They sure are. They're <laughs> all in the Metro division. And what a what a group to all be wearing 13. Yeah, also 13 is a day that I know January the 13th is suggested to potentially be the day that NHL action is going to start. So there's another wow. 13. You want to know some other cool things about January 13th? Sure. So number one, it's Connor McDavid's birthday. Damn. You might be like, why does Elon know what Connor McDavid's birthday is? Because it's also my birthday. So, <laughs> Wow, you guys are going to have the best birthday present. Imagine if, like, for my birthday, it's, like, the first night of NHL action. How awesome will that be? That would be incredible. I am super stoked for that. I mean, if it was, you know, I could go to a bar and watch games with friends, like, that would take it to another level, but I'll just take sure. sitting at home and watching on NHL Game Center. <laughs> Of course, you'll get a full slate of NHL action. Maybe one day you and Connor McDavid can hang out. I feel like it should be possible, right? I mean, we've got this super popular podcast. We talk about <laughs> him a lot. You have a bunch of his hockey cards. Yeah. So how can he not be a fan of us? Just like we're fans of him. But okay, I guess uh, we have a lot to get to today. We do. So, so why don't we first say the general plan, if you recall, last week we went through all of the Canadian division teams. These divisions aren't even finalized. Like nothing's finalized no. yet. But no. Assuming that the the NHL is going to be split up into divisions that were tweeted out like a couple weeks ago, assuming that's still the plan, then yeah, we covered the Canadian teams. And what we did is we went through each team and we each gave our pick for which player we would invest in their hockey cards in from that team, specifically Young Guns from Upper Deck, which we got, by the way, a comment on iTunes saying maybe at some point we should talk about some other types of cards aside from Upper Deck Young Guns. Okay, so we, we got the feedback and, uh, you know, we're taking it under consideration. We'll We'll definitely get to that. But uh, this week, we're going to do another division, like you said, the Metro. We've got a lot of fun teams in here. We're going to go through them all and discuss which players we would invest in the most and recommend investing in from each of those teams. Uh, Before we get to that, of course, Ryan always has his news and notes for the day. So what do you got for us? Yeah, nothing huge to talk about this week. Uh, Just earlier today, Anthony Duclair signed for one year with Florida at $1.7 million. Pretty pretty friendly deal. I'm assuming he was just like, hey, I want to play hockey. Um, And the other thing with Florida is, you know, getting into their top six for him is going to be relatively easy compared to many other teams. So he's got a good opportunity to put up points in that year and earn himself another nice contract. Yeah, Um, and I guess as far as hockey cards go... If he can, like, there's no guarantees, of course. But like you say, Florida's top six is looking pretty light over at least next year. Maybe once, like, Denisenko and Tippett and these guys sort of, you know, then they'll start filling out the rest of that forward core. But for now, it, it's possible that Duclair could play on a line with Barkov and Huberdeau. I was a kind of penciling uh, Hornqvist for that spot, okay. but I don't see why Duclair can't take it also. And maybe there's even a spot on the top power play. So I don't know. I'm not saying it's a guarantee. Duclair is sort of a weird guy. Like last year, he had like a couple months where he was on fire. He was 
tearing up the world. He he like scored like twenty goals. Like it was like a, it was insane. He was like scoring a ton of goals. Everyone was talking about him. I'm sure his hockey card was spiking. I wasn't paying attention at the time. Then by the end of the season, he kind of disappeared. Like in terms of fantasy, he went from being like a must own on every team to like I, if he would have been dropped, I don't even know if I would have picked him up in any of my leagues where he was available. So now going to Florida, I feel like who knows. But right now might be a good buy low opportunity for his hockey cards. I haven't really thought it through yet, but we'll see yeah. where he gets uh, deployed. Well, his card's going for about $10. You can probably get it cheaper than that. Um, I looked today. But, like, let's say you could even get it for $5. I'm not sure I'd be really investing in Duclair. I think you can find better options out there, especially considering the market in Florida is not exactly red hot. And, uh, and yeah, probably it's also, Anthony yeah. Duclair. And they're also not like going on a big playoff run anytime soon to raise his stock. Like I think Florida's still a few years out, and he's only signed a one-year contract. So yeah, I agree right. with you. This signing isn't making me rush out to buy a Duclair card. Unlike the, if you recall, the Tyler Toffoli signing with Montreal a few months back. And when that happened, I got really excited because it's like, oh, Habs fans, they, they love buying hockey cards. And I ordered a Toffoli Young Gun PSA 10 from C-O-M-C, C, that a weird website that we don't know much about and uh, we already have plans to do an episode about because we have a listener Aaron who knows a ton more about it anyways I ordered that card like so long ago I even forgot I had ordered it It just arrived in the mail today after like four months so that's why I bring that up yeah Uh, that was like episode three or something when we did we did the chat about uh Toffoli and all the different trades and acquisitions and free agent signings that were happening yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Like, he's a guy that I guess we didn't, when we covered Montreal, we were sort of saying that we didn't have any forward that we think is going to be a big superstar and worth, like, investing big in. Yeah. But at the same time, I like, uh, I think Toffoli is, like, a really good player. And he was sort of buried in L.A. for a while, like, sometimes not even playing with Kopitar. And if you were playing with Kopitar, I guess he was playing with Jeff Carter. But Jeff Carter kind of got worse and worse. And Toffoli's value went down. Then we saw what happened when he went to Vancouver. So if he could bring some of that magic over to Montreal, we know the Habs fans will love him. And if he could be a 30-goal scorer, that's a guy that maybe we should have brought up. But uh, we're past them. Uh, any yeah. of the, Oh, there's a, another big piece of news today, of course. The Henrik Lundqvist news. Yeah, yeah, some sad news that Lungfist won't play this season due to a heart condition. Um, just feel so bad for him. Like, I wish him well. Um, and it was it's kind of like a, a weird time, right? He was going to a new team. He had this new start. Um, yeah, it's just, just tough news. Um, and that's kind of all that I'm... <laughs> want to talk about <laughs> okay yeah i mean we'll bring that up obviously on keeping carlson when we're talking about the fantasy hockey impact yeah. because there it's now there's going to be a new backup in washington either it's right. going to be phoenix copley or who knows if there's someone else that's going to challenge to be there with samsonov uh, as far as hockey cards go like i mean samsonov's going to be playing a lot and if, probably he'll be playing even more than he would have before now that yeah. Lungfist isn't there to challenge him for starts so uh, that could go really well, or that could go really poorly for someone who's never played a full NHL season. So it right. could be a good time to buy. Like, Samsonov isn't cheap, right? Like, his Young Guns card, you'd have to spend, like, I think around 20 bucks. I could bring that up right now next time you're talking. I think it might even be a bit more. Um, yeah. And I actually included one in our PSA submission that we're putting together uh, to hopefully get myself a PSA 10 Samsonov. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, he's, he's going to have a tough go. Like this, the schedule is going to be tight. Uh, I don't really know what Washington's backup plan is. Now there's guys like Jimmy Howard still sitting there. So maybe they go out and get someone, uh, to fill that hole. Sure. Yeah. Craig Anderson. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's a couple old goalies they can grab if, since they clearly like them, if they got Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, but, We'll see what happens. Yeah, Samsonov, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm seeing now an auction 
of his young guns uh, ended at $30 back on December 16th. That's just yesterday. So very recently, it's a lot. And like, obviously, if he can help, you know, carry the caps to the playoffs and help Ovi win another cup, then sure, that's going to go up. But I could also see, like, I think he's a really good goalie. And like what he did in Russia is tremendous. I think he's got a bright career ahead of him. But I think that if you're buying him for $30 right now, that's probably a long-term investment because I'd be a little worried for next season being thrown into the fire like that. It's a little bit on the risky side. Okay, so uh, we'll talk about the Caps, actually, in just a second. We sure Uh, will. I guess let's get going, going through our Metro Division teams. And I guess let's start in New Jersey. I guess we're going in reverse order of last year's standings. I see it's how you've ordered it. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Although, to be fair, the top three teams were, like, barely separated by anything. But... New Jersey was certainly at the bottom of the pack. Yeah, and I like New Jersey's chances for next year. I'm going to say, like, I don't know if they're going to be... Like, I'm not saying they're going to be, like, an awesome team, like a sure shot for the playoffs, but I think they can be playoff contenders. But again, kind of like Montreal, not so much on the backs of, like superstars but more just i think they've like filled out the top six kind of nicely just they got andreas jansen they have uh nikita gusev coming back now for a second season he was a lot better at the end of last season if you recall they've got jack hughes who i guess he's the the person we expect to be the superstar one day and hopefully he'll at the very least be better than he was last year now that he's not like an 18 year old who he went he was crazy right he went from like college to the nhl usually players like get some other pro experience in between so Yeah, it's tricky for me to choose who to invest in here. Like, on one hand, part of me wonders... This is is not my answer, okay? But I'm just, like, going to give you some thought process here. Like, part of me thought about P.K. Subban just because he has an awesome, like, personality. He's got a cool internet presence. And he really sucked last year, which means his value is probably lower now than it's been in a long time. And I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility that he could still bounce back. Like, in terms of opportunity... Like, New Jersey doesn't have really a top power play defenseman yet. Like, there's this guy, Ty Smith, coming up that maybe could take that role. But as of now, we've got Severson still there. But I think if I recall, right at the end of last season, Subban got that job back for, like, a game or two. And if he gets back on the top power play, let's say if Jack Hughes catches fire, I think that Subban, yeah, like I'm saying, he could have a good opportunity to maybe get back on the top power play. Maybe he could have a decent season and up the value of his Young Guns card. Like, if I'm looking at a PSA 10 Subban Young Guns right now, the most recent one sold for $109, which is, like, not that high if you think about it. For Like, he's had a great career. And uh, I I saw another one here for $74, but that was with $20 shipping. Maybe just to get a sense. So he's not my answer, but he's someone that I think... I'd be I'd consider buying his young guns now, but like I don't know, just because I like him, <laughs> but I don't know if that's going to happen. Any comments on that before I give you my actual answer? <laughs> yeah, well, so your last comment there I think is the entire thing with PK Subban, just because you like him, which I think is going to be the case for lots of people, and so that's why I would say that's maybe a good option. I don't know if he's going to be like an amazing player. I think even if he gets back to that like first power play spot in New Jersey, like he's not making waves across the league or across the media. But yeah, like it's not an expensive card as far as like guys that are big personalities go. Um, But he's also getting towards the end of his career. So it's not like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's not like the best bet. So that's, again, that's not my answer. I would love to see him go on a playoff run, like if he could stick around long enough for New Jersey to get all their young players. They have a really strong 
like group of prospects like they drafted this guy Holtz like if you listen to Victor Nuno when he like does his podcast like he's he was he's been really high on New Jersey in the future so we'll see if Stu Bang can stick around and maybe go on a fun playoff run but anyways my answer the obvious answer to a lot of people would probably be Jack Hughes I'm not going to pick Jack Hughes just because <laughs> I feel like it's already priced in a little bit like I think his cards are still going for like really expensive so I'm just going to go with like a guy that you could get for a buck right now and I still think he has huge star potential and that's Nikita Gusev he uh, led the KHL in scoring a couple years ago. He stunk at the beginning of the season, he even got benched for a couple of games. He clearly had to adjust to playing in North America. But then he went on a great stretch. And I think next season, you know, maybe he's also growing with the Jack Hughes and he could be his winger, giving him all the sweet feeds. And so I feel like there's no way Gusev... Well, you can't lose money. Because, like, if you have, again, <laughs> with our experiment of, like, spending $10,000, you could buy 10,000 Nikita Gusev Young Guns, if that many exist. And I'm sure you'll be able to still sell them for a dollar each at the end of the year. But I think there's a lot of room for growth here. So in terms of percentage growth, I could see maybe Jack Hughes doubling if things go really well. But, like, they'd have to go really, really well. But I could see Gusev, like, 10 times the investment if he has a really good season. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's kind of interesting. It's like the penny stocks of the NHL. Um, we've talked about Gusev before, and, you know, he's like a little older and coming into the league, and who knows if he's going to do anything. But I like your your perspective on, like, it's really, like, that's a low-dollar card, and it could go somewhere. I think for me with New Jersey, like, I'm not really psyched on them in the near term, and anything long-term is kind of tough for hockey card perspective. Um, I was thinking actually Hiche instead of Hughes because he's less than half the price um, and their upside is kind of even at this point. Like they could both be great. They could both be exactly who they've shown us. Uh, yeah. I feel like with Hishir, I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Hishir. That's what sure. I've heard. But like, uh, I feel like he's like a really good real life player, like a good two way, like really reliable centerman. But I don't think he has like the superstar upside that someone like Jack Hughes has. That's right. what I've heard. Yeah. But is Jack Hughes two times more than two times better as far as like hockey card value goes. And that's kind of where I see like the value in he more. So, but that's still not my pick. I, I also (laughs) like honorable mention to Blackwood who I think, you know, if he really takes off could be a steal, like you can get his PSA 10 for like 60 bucks. Um, but I, I just do not like the devils at all. (laughs) Is your answer going to be nobody? I wanted to say nobody, but then I was like, you know what? There's a great answer here. We're going to go with Martin Brodeur. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and Scott because, Stevens. Like, yeah, it, we, we saw one in the chat of St- Scott Stevens. This would be a funny one. But no, Brodeur, like, you can get his rookie card raw for under 5 bucks. PSA 10 is, like, 140-ish. Uh, and when you compare that to, like, Patrick Waugh, it's extremely cheap. Now, Brodeur was printed at the time where they were printing, like, a million cards. But it's still like a pretty cheap rookie card for arguably the best goalie of all time. So Brodeur is very interesting for cards. This is like right in my sweet spot of when I was collecting. Yeah. So Brodeur's rookie card came in 1990, 91, yeah. And it was only on the score 
set and score yeah. was like one of like the pen like the the crappy sets you know it's like usually it was like opichi premiere i've learned are like the most valuable set from that year like the yager and then like upper deck would be second and so normally like all these other players that have rookie cards in that year like i think you could get a pavel bure or sergey fedorov and guys like that the score one is like not worth anything the only reason brodeurs is because upper deck and all those other companies didn't make a brodeur rookie card yeah. so <laughs> it's a very rare score card that has value and actually i believe that you're going to be sending one in for me in our psa submission i gave you one i sure am and that's kind of what sparked my idea actually i was looking at all the cards today that we we're packing up and yeah we're sending you like, a broder and a couple of those guys you mentioned but why do you think it's a good investment like what's going to make his value go up just because you think like hockey cards in general will go up and he's like a legend yeah, like when you think about investing in the sport, you want to pick the best players that their le- like their legacy will never die, right? Like no one will ever stop talking about Martin Brodeur, Patrick Waugh, Wayne Gretzky, Bobby Orr. Like there's like only like 10 guys. Like it's probably a little more than that, but like Crosby, Ovechkin from this era, McDavid. But the list is extremely short of that like super, super, super high-end player that no one will ever forget. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at with like an investment when you can spend $120, $140 on Brodeur versus on I don't know, like uh, yeah, literally you'd have to spend twice as much on Jack Hughes. Right. No, I hear you. But also that Jack Hughes card is a lot harder to get. Like that score card, like like we said, it's like a lot of people had it. But I guess getting I guess the on the flip side, not many people maybe have a PSA 10 of that card cuz it's it was printed 30 years ago as opposed to the Jack Hughes. A lot of people pulled that and sent it to PSA and it's probably a lot easier to get a really high grade. So it'd be interesting to look at the population reports between Brodeur and Hughes. And obviously yeah. Hughes is like the new hotness and like there's still upside for him where like Brodeur isn't going to play another game. <laughs> it's just hard but, to compare them just because like you said, it's different eras yeah. of cards. Like Pavel Bure's rookie card is like not is a lot worth a lot less than like Elias Pettersson. And I don't think a lot of people would say that, you know, that'd be awesome if Pettersson has a career like Pavel Bure's. So. It's just like yeah. a different area. All right, so that's the Devils. You went Brodeur, I went Gusev. Uh, let's go to the Rangers now, and why don't you go first? Give us your pick. A lot of, a lot of big names on this team. Yeah. Is it going to be? And now you've of- also included that you're allowed to say former players. So I guess theoretically you could say Henrik Lundqvist. Does that count? Or, or for your former players, does it have to be a retired player? No, I think anyone is, is fair game. Wow, uh, I didn't realize. Well, I was playing, doing this exercise just thinking of people on the team currently. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair too. It's good to have both perspectives. Um, I think, like, on the Rangers, when you look at all the hotness, like, Lafreniere cards, I'd probably want one, but I don't want one today. Yeah. Um, The prices have definitely dropped, but they're still not at a point where I think there's, like, a reason to invest in it. Like, we just looked at Jack Hughes going for, like, $45 raw, and Lafreniere is still like 200 and some, I think. I've been uh, seeing them going for as high as two. Okay, so I'm looking right now. Most recently, I'm seeing a 240 auction that just ended right. with $15 shipping. So people are willing yeah. to drop over 250 bucks to on get a, this Lafreniere Young Guns. Ungraded. On a guy that, like, I agree could be insane. Like, he could be the next hot player, but he could also be the next Yakupov. Now, that's a bit of an overstatement. But yeah, let's not say like, the next he hasn't Yakupov. played a game. Yeah. 
but he could be like the next like Taylor Hall, you know, just like really great. But you're, you know, Taylor Hall's Young Guns is not worth two hundred and fifty dollars as great of a career as he's had. Exactly, it's like one fifty or something. And so the raw card is more than like very good players that are. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, I agree. Um, if you want to invest in Lafreniere, I don't think it's a bad idea. Just don't do it now. Like, right. just make a reminder in your calendar and like check back in in a few months and see if you can get it for cheaper. Maybe if he has a slow start with the Rangers, maybe it goes down a bit. Yeah, a few months or even like a year. Um, yeah, but, wait till the next set probably. Like when the when Series 2 of Upper Deck yeah, comes out now. Help. Right now, this is like the hottest new card that everyone wants. Once yeah. Series 2 comes out, people are excited about getting their byfield young guns or whatever other cool new players come out like Kaprizov then maybe like Lafreniere goes down because it's not the only hot because really like this series one like we've talked about we opened up a box like it's kind of sucks if you think about like there's not that many great players in this series of young guns outside of Lafreniere like you've got you know um the the guy on Colorado the defenseman uh Byram uh (laughs) Who else am I even thinking? Like, I don't know, like there's, Connor McMichael. There's only, yeah, it's not like any right. big names. There's only one that's like you're like jazzed about, right? Yeah, in um, previous series, there's a lot. Like last yeah. year's series two, I believe, had like Kale McCarr, like Shostjorkin, like like a lot. There was like Hughes. more than just one. Yeah, Jack, oh, Jack Hughes, yeah. there you go. But so. we also didn't know who those guys were when the series came out necessarily. Um, well, maybe you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Who, we didn't know who they would become. Sure. Right. And like we knew they were. Some of them, but, but yeah, exactly. All right. So, uh, so all right. So uh, you're not picking Lafreniere. I'm not picking Lafreniere. And I think there's a couple good choices here, like Zabinajad. Um, I kind of like, I like that pick, but I kind of decided not to go that way because he's in his Sens jersey. And I just think, you know, if you're buying a guy, like I like the guy that's on the team and wearing the same jersey. Um, and so that's actually the same reason. I was kind of like, uh, Panarin, like, great player and I think could be a good investment. Um, but also he's wearing a Hawks jersey. And there's also just like, to me, there's like an obvious choice in Adam Fox on the Rangers. His card is going for like $13. Like, you can get it lower, you can get it at 15 I think any of those prices are great. Uh, and PSA 10s are going for quite a bit more. They're going for like 140 so I actually probably would be buying raw foxes personally, and then sending um, them in. Yeah, just of because course the, yeah. the multiplication factor is nuts right now. So I would recommend, and this is free. It's not like I'm trying to advertise anything. Uh, come to our Discord server. It's normally it's the Keeping Carlson Discord server for patrons, but just for hockey cards, you could come in and like I've actually been using it recently of just sending pictures of cards I see online and asking the experts what they think it will grade at. So right. it's very tricky. <laughs> and yeah, so if you can buy an Adam Fox for $12, get Aaron and Ryan to say that it's a PSA 10 potentially, then yeah, you could have a big return on your investment for sure. If you're willing to wait, we've talked about like how long you have to wait to get your cards back from PSA and who knows, but that it could go, the value could go up, right? I think that Adam Fox is primed to have a really good year next year. Like he could potentially bump, um, uh, the guy from the top power play. I don't know why my brain's turned off today. I forget D'Angelo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If he bumps D'Angelo from the top power play, he he already, yeah. I mean, eventually I think he should. I mean, things worked out well last year, so I don't know if the Rangers are like in a rush to bump D'Angelo, but I feel like uh, Fox gets a... Like, he already got a bunch of power play points last year, even from the second power play unit, and his few chances up there. So, yeah, I like yeah. Fox, and yeah, you're right. It's a good investment. I guess I should change my answer to Fox, because that's not actually who I decided to go with. Did you have Panarin? 
I like Panarin a lot. Yeah. 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 I mean, the thing with Panarin is I just think the Rangers are so good all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, I'm overrating how good they are, but they look, like, really good. And I feel like they might have a playoff run in them soon. And I think we're at a point now where Lafreniere would be a fun piece, but not, like, the superstar on the team. If they go on a long cup run, I think it would be, like, Panarin and Zibanejad. And I think mainly Panarin. Like, he'd be the, he'd be the Kucherov of the team. And we saw Kucherov's young gun spike when Tampa went on their cup run. And I really should have sold mine because now it's gone down quite a bit. And then you told me <laughs> that you think it's actually, like, a PSA 7 if I were to send it in, which crushed me. But uh, that, because of centering, the stupidest reason. But anyway, uh, I think, like, Panarin... Aaron's like would be a good investment right now and then you hope for the Rangers to have like a really fun season and go on a playoff run and he's the star of the team so it's hard not to like him but his value's already gone up that's the problem like it has like, yeah yeah it's a lot of people have I this saw, idea I saw like $40 raw 220 PSA 10 which is starting to get expensive it's not yeah. it's still like he, I agree with you he could be in the running for best player in the league he could be in the running for um MVP in the playoffs, like he could be the guy. Yeah, but, but you're dropping like fifty bucks plus to get a raw Panarin. So yeah, make sure you're getting a PSA ten for sure if you buy it. And then I still also kind of, I know it's still like a bit expensive, but I still really like Shostyorkin. Like I think he's going to be like one of these great, go- but it's so expensive. All like it drives me crazy. It's like more than Panarin. It's I know you're saying like it's sixty nuts. plus. Honestly, maybe the answer here is buy a box of Series 2 of, yeah, of <laughs> never the answer. from last year. No, that's never the answer. <laughs> I don't know. Their card, there's some really valuable cards in that box. Like you're, I guess it's pretty expensive, though, also. I don't know. The Rangers are tough. All their good players are pretty pricey. So I guess Adam Fox, at least you don't have to spend as much. But like Shostjork and I could see him being the kind of guy that is up in the value of like a Vasilevsky and a Carter Hart before too long, as soon as he has his first like full season. And so even now at like 60... But 60 plus, it might still be a good investment, especially if you get, you know, and then convert it to a PSA 10. Well, Hart is at 100 raw, I believe. So it's not that big of an improvement. Um, but it, like, yeah, like I, I think he would be a good investment. But when I looked him up, I honestly expected his cards to be 15 bucks. Well, he, everyone knows he's going to be awesome. Wait for Ilya Sorokin's cards to come out. I'll bet you it'll be the same. Maybe not just because the Islanders aren't as fun as the Rangers. Not nearly. Okay, I'm going to agree with you. Why can't we just agree? Let's Let's agree. Adam Fox. But the thing is, defensemen don't go up as much. Like, Panarin is like... The offensive ones do. He's a superstar. Yeah. This is tough. I don't have an answer. Maybe Lundqvist. (laughs) Is Lundqvist going to go down now if if that's the end of his career? Like, he has his heart issue, and what if he can never come back? That's it. He never won a cup. He'll get a Hall of Fame... I you think know, they, like, yeah. I think the long fist value is probably like evened out at this point. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Mark Messier, you were telling me uh, one of the cards we're sending in for the PSA submission is a Mark Messier yes. rookie that I have, and you just it notified me that it's actually an error card, and it says that he shoots right when he was supposed to say he shot left, and so I guess they like fixed it after printing a certain amount. So this card might be worth something. So maybe people, yeah. but that, probably too late to invest in Messier though. It's kind of cool, and also Messier is an oiler. Let's not mess that one up um, <laughs> i mean he won a cup on the rangers he guaranteed they would win game seven and then they did yes. it's very cool but in the hockey card world he's an oiler um sure. <laughs> just defending my oilers here uh <laughs> but yeah it was kind of interesting i was putting in you have to kind of enter each player you're submitting and the first thing that popped up was like messier's error card and i was like what is this and it's it was like error card shoots right and i looked at the back and it's it tells you he shoots right 
And in the picture, he's holding his stick so that you can't say, see either end of it. So I can kind of see how someone might screw that <laughs> up, but it's kind of, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I really hope that you're wrong. You wrote in your predictions that you thought it, that my card is like a PSA five, but if I could get that up to like a seven or an eight, I didn't think it looked that bad. I think maybe you're being picky, but I guess we'll find out. Uh, okay. So let's go to uh, Columbus. Yeah. And I guess it's my turn. It is. Okay. This is a fun one. Like, so there's the obvious answer of Dubois. Like, I think Dubois... Like, I'm not saying that's my pick. I'm just thinking it through here. Like, I think that Dubois is the star of the team at this point. Like, everyone considers him the best player. Unless maybe you want to go with, like, a, d- a defenseman. Like, maybe you could say Seth Jones or something. But I think I think Dubois is, like, the guy that's going to lead the team to scoring next year. Uh, so he, you could get a Young Guns a PSA 10 for, like, less than $100 which isn't that bad. So I think Dubois is in consideration, but I don't know like what kind of upside there is because you are still spending... Like, let's see, the Young Guns uh, Raw... It's about 18 Dubois. bucks. Yeah, so it's tricky. Like The guy that I kind of like is another like penny stock, kind of like Gusev. I really like Oliver Bjorkstrand. He had a really strong end to last season, and I could see if he carries it through and then this, like puts on like a 65, 70-point pace, like a Bjorkstrand Young Guns right now, we're talking less than $5.00. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing one just sold for 425. Yeah, two, three bucks. So if you could yeah. get a lot of Bjorkstrands and he has a big year, you know, it's the kind of thing where I'm not saying it's going to go up to thirty dollars, yeah. but like if you go from two to eight, that's four times. Like it's really hard to get. Imagine Dubois increasing by four times. So I think I'm going to say Bjorkstrand, even though it's not the most exciting answer. Yeah, like I don't mind that he doesn't have a lot of PSA tens even in the market yet. So maybe there's like an opportunity there. I think if I'm gonna pick Bjorkstrand, I might want to like get a few guys, like get Bjorkstrand, get Texier, and like, yeah, Bamstrom. Yeah, like just get like a bunch of the one dollar Columbus guys, and whoever works out works out. But maybe they won't. I don't know. Um, I agree with you that Dubois is their best player and could be the guy, but. If I'm investing in Columbus, and I don't think I am because I don't think they have any value in the hockey card market, but we got to talk about them. Um, there's a lot of guys, right? Like there's Merz Lickens, there's Domi, there's Seth Jones, yeah, there's Wierenski. Atkinson, uh, there's Wierenski. Wierenski's like, actually cheaper than I expected him to be, to be honest. We're talking like eight, ten bucks for like a you know a really strong offensive defenseman. Yeah, yeah. And so there's a lot of guys actually that have like the wrong jersey on. Jones has Nashville, Domi has Montreal, Merzlikens. Domi doesn't have Montreal. Domi has Arizona. Domi has Arizona. Wow, you're right. That guy's just traveling, which is even worse. Arizona's not a good jersey to have on. Um, and then there's the goalie situation with Merzlikens and Corpy. And I like, I don't know which one's good if either of them are going to be star goalies. And so, yeah. I like, think Merzlikens will be. I think Merzlikens is really good. Sure, but like I don't know what does that mean on Columbus. Anyways, long long story short, my are you going to say Rick Nash? <laughs> Rick, Rick Nash? Uh, no, uh, Chris Mason. Um, <laughs> you mean Steve Mason? Steve Mason. <laughs> there is a Chris Mason. Um, okay, no, my pick is Wierenski because oh. his his young guns. You can get them for like nine or ten bucks. You can get the PSA tens for like fifty five or sixty which is like amongst the cheapest young guns out there for PSA 10. Um, and there's no competition for him on the back end besides Jones. Like, 
I don't love it because like I wouldn't pick any of them if I was actually doing. You know this, what? I'm actually clear. yeah. I get what but. you're saying. Mer- Merzlikens is actually cheaper than I expected. Like I remember when I was first looking into it. I think I think it's gone down. Like we're talking less than twenty dollars now. A lot of auctions for his young guns going like. I think that's actually really good value. I think I'm going to change my answer from Bjorkstrand maybe to Merz Lickens. Going with the goalie. Yeah. Like he's just... very good. Like he had a great career. A lot of people called him the best goalie outside of the NHL before he started last year. And that included Shostjorkin, right? And Sorokin and those guys. And he, like he was as advertised, right? He was amazing. And he's still pretty young. Like how old is, is Merz Lickens? Because I think Merz Lickens not... and Corpus Allo are both like 24 or 25, maybe. Cool. So um, yeah, there's a lot of career to go. You don't even know if he's going to spend the rest of his career in Columbus. No. Like maybe he's a fun guy to invest in. He's 26, by the way. So 26. Okay. But yeah, maybe he goes somewhere else uh, and wins a cup somewhere else on a more exciting team. Like I think he's like one of the top goalies potentially in the league. So for 20 bucks, maybe I would buy him rather than a bunch of Bjorkstrands, which you know they could go up a couple. But yeah. I mean, it depends. If I have ten thousand dollars and I have to spend it on one, I think I'll buy the Bjorkstrands just because I feel like I'll be able to sell them anyways afterwards for the same price. Right. And maybe it's if they just go risk. up like, and I just need it to go up to like five dollars, and I've made like a nice profit. But, yeah. Yeah. But I think actually, if I just want to buy a card right now on eBay, I think I'm buying Merzlikens. I like. I think like the trend here is like you're more interested in the guys that are like the new hotness, and I'm more into the guys that have proven their se- themselves. Right. Um, well, Wierenski, I just wonder if he's already kind of is what he is. Right. But, but at nine or ten bucks, like if he has a hot season, it'll go up for sure. True. Um, well, he is a fun guy. Yeah. Columbus is tough because they're going to have to do something for their cards to go up in value, and I think it probably yeah and yeah. The way that they play is like everybody gets a piece, so like nobody's gonna be a superstar. Like if I could buy a John Tortorella card, that might be my answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. Maybe. Well, I guess we could say Panarin here, right? Since you're saying we're allowed to do former players, why don't we just say Panarin? I like him the best of all mm-hmm. the. Classes. I don't think that counts. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's go now to where do you want to go next? Uh, New York Islanders are next. Okay. Uh, so, so tell us why you want to buy uh, Matt Barzal cards. Yeah, so I actually <laughs> did just get a Matt Barzal Young Guns canvas, um, and it is very nice looking, PSA 10 one. Um, and yeah, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Barzal is the obvious choice on the Islanders as far as I'm concerned. I had two other like maybes, and it's both their offensive defensemen in Pollock and Dobson. Um, Palak can get pretty cheap at like two bucks, but Barzal, you can get raw for like 55 and his PSA 10 are going for like 150. So when you compare that to other like star players that are flashy in the league, it's a really good price. Yeah. Barzal's just like, got to get out of that. Got to get off that team to really like, I think have a big surge. I think he has 90 plus point potential if he can get like a better left winger than uh, Lee, Anders Lee, and like, you know, better. D- like, it's just like they're. Didn't they're he do that already? Yeah, he did it when Tavares yeah. was on the team. Right. Like, and so, but now, like, they've changed totally. Like, Tavares left. They got Trotz as the coach, and they totally changed up the team. And now, like, if he could, if Barzal could even get 80 points next year, I think that would be a huge success. So he's yeah. actually a restricted free agent right now. I didn't realize that. So, yeah. 
obviously they're going to re-sign him, but I wonder if he resigns for just a bridge deal if they can't reach a contract. And I don't know. I, either the, the Islanders need to change their system, which I don't think they will because they've been very successful yeah. ever since Tavares left. Or like Barzal needs to leave before that card can really like shoot up. But the good thing is he's got a long career ahead of him. I think he's amazing. He's like a, a real talent. So he's not someone that I would buy and try to sell like this year. But I think like within the next five years, he could potentially have a hundred point season. Yeah. And that's when, you know, you strike. But I'll throw another name out there that I don't know if this one counts. And I've already said his name a few times on this show. And it really depends on what its value is. Because we don't know yet. Because the card doesn't exist yet. But Ilya Sorokin, I think, is going to be a huge stud goalie. A lot of people are saying, like, just as good as Shostjorkin, you know, maybe better. That's what uh, Victor said on the recent Keeping Carlson episode when we were talking about Calder candidates. Uh, so, obviously, we have to see Sorokin's Young Guns come out. We have to see what it's going for. If it's, like, $70 like Shostjorkin, then maybe it's not such a great investment. But if it's closer to $20, then I think it would be a good investment. So, just a guy to keep in mind. I think he's going to be huge. Wait, so is that your pick, or... Just no, it's Barzal, I guess. Yeah, okay. Well, because am I allowed to pick Sorokin? Well, I, I mean, like, I might I'll pick him it. if you let me. Like, it's in the future, but, like, I guess you can't really invest in him today. Although, I don't, you know what? Yeah. You could go out and buy his CHL card, so you could. I guess, but, like, how much is the Lafreniere? We, did, we never touched base on this, but remember before the Upper Deck series came out, you were talking about how you were thinking of, like, it would be a good time to buy some CHL Lafreniere cards and then sell them right away while it's still this only card. Like, yeah. have those cards gone down in value since the Upper Deck came out? They, I haven't looked at the higher-end ones. Um, I actually sold a couple the other day um, of his base CHL cards. Actually, they were the Team Canada Junior cards. Um I imagine they've went, they've gone down a little bit, but he's still got like mad hype around his name, so maybe they haven't really dipped as much. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not recommending for people to buy a KHL Sorokin card or something. I'm right. I'm saying it's like a very like I've got a lot of conditions here. It's like if Sorokin's card comes out and you could get it for twenty bucks, then I'm saying get it. Uh, I'll throw out another Islander who's like. Maybe not as cheap as I would want, but I think Beauvillier might have a strong career ahead of him. Like, uh, he's he's yeah. shown some signs of being good. He's still pretty young, so he's a guy I would be interested in. Like, if you saw a deal, he's the kind of guy that, like, you know, when someone lists his young guns and it starts at a couple bucks, maybe I'll, like, put a high bid of four or five, and I'll probably get outbid, right. but maybe I won't be. And if I could get yeah. him for that price, then I'd be happy. My thought on Beauvillier is that, like, and this is where, like, maybe fantasy hockey does not equal hockey cards, is, like, he's a good player, he's going to be good, he'll probably have good seasons, but I don't expect ever, anyone to ever talk about him. He'll be <laughs> a quality player on the Islanders, but there'll be no hype. And so I his mean, hockey people, card won't change. People were talking about him when he asked Anna Kendrick out on Twitter. Sure. That was fun. <laughs> How many times can you do that, though? I mean, you can keep trying until <laughs> she gets a restraining order or something, I guess. Yeah. Out of curiosity, how much is an Anders Lee Young Guns? Not that I'm saying I want it, but just as maybe, like, I'm just curious. Oh, to know I'm how, glad. You, I'm really glad you asked this. He doesn't have one. He I doesn't have now. one. Oh. No. That would have been, been a good ceiling to set for Beauvillier. Yeah. I, I actually was looking at Anders Lee when the playoffs were on, because I was looking at all the captains on all the teams. Um thinking that maybe the captains would get a little bit of extra hype if they get to lift the Stanley right. Cup. Sure. Um, and I was like, oh, Anders Lee kind of missed out on the Young Guns train. He's got some other stuff, but I think because he was like a later pick and didn't have like the normal route into the NHL, 
He didn't get one. That's a shame. That's not nice. I know, right? There's a bunch of no names who have young guns that, you know, it's like weird that Andres, David Ayers has a young guns. He had a weird <laughs> route into the NHL. So yeah, they should make like a retro Lee one. Yeah, they blew it. That's just a mistake. Like Upper Deck Vuk, oh, it's because he had a weird way to... Like, come on. When he played his first game, you should have taken a picture and put out a hockey card. It's not that hard. Right? Yeah. And anyway, uh, Wallstrom is being brought up. I don't know. I feel like Wallstrom is not someone that the prospect people are super excited about right now. Like, I know he was like a first round pick, but I think he hasn't panned out as well as people hope. But he's obviously someone who could be good. Dobson, yeah, I agree, is the... You brought up Dobson. As, as far as prospects yeah. go, like, if he's going to be the power play quarterback, he could be really good. Yeah, if you're going to pick a guy that hasn't played yet, I'd probably well, Dobson go with has. Dobson. He has played. He's played, but, like, he hasn't really... Not seriously, like, yeah. Yeah, like, for him to play, he's got to be, like, a power play guy. Uh, for him to really, like, make any waves. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to Carolina. Yeah, you're up. We've kind of talked about this before. I think that Sebastian Ajo is the obvious choice here. I know Svechnikov is awesome, and I'm not, I'm not even saying that I think Ajo is better than Svechnikov, but if you just look at the prices, you're spending... Uh, Ajo, you could get a raw Young Guns for still auctions, like less than $40. Sometimes it goes yep. higher, sometimes it goes lower. So it's right around that range. Svechnikov, bring it up now. I think it's we're like talking 65. over 55. 65, right. Yeah. And I just feel like Aho's awesome. Like, I don't get... Like, Svechnikov's also awesome, but, like, they're both really great. I think Aho could be, like, a top 10 scorer in the league, like, every year for yeah. the next, like, six years. And maybe Svechnikov will be as well. So, anyways, I just think, like, Aho is awesome. Like, Aho could be, like, close to Panarin, I feel, soon. I don't know. It's just that like Carolina needs to go on a fun run. I think they're, like, building an awesome team. So I think this is a team that can go far on the backs of, like, Ajo, Svechnikov, Tara Vinen. I also love Dougie Hamilton. I'm going to say right now, I know you disagree, but honorable mention, Dougie Hamilton's super cheap for a guy who could contend for the Norris next year. I'm not even joking. Yeah. So I, I would buy Ajo's and Hamilton's. And if I, if I saw a good deal on Svechnikov, I'm not saying no. Right. Because I, I think he's going to be amazing, but it's just a little pricey. Yeah, I, I think... Aho and Svechnikov are the two guys on my radar as well. Um, what's interesting is their PSA 10s, when I was looking, actually started to even out closer. Like, Svechnikov is around oh. 200 and Aho is like 170 which is a $30 difference, which, which is the same difference between their young guns raw. So it's kind of weird. Like, maybe if you're going PSA 10, you can get better value on Svechnikov. Um, and the other thing is, like, Svechnikov, I just feel like, also, even if they both get 80 points, I think people will talk about him more. Um, he's but why? Got, just because he's younger? Well, I mean, like, the, like just one thing. He's got a move named after him, yeah, even though it's not, it shouldn't be called the Svechnikov, but he's the first one to do it in the NHL. So his name just gets set, right? And so, like, it's that kind of thing that, like, brings you to light. Uh, and if he does it again, like, people are going to lose their minds again. Um, and it, like, that is the kind of thing that really like Jack's prices up. Yeah. Speaking of Jack, uh, Jack in the chat here is bringing up that, uh, he was drafted in like maybe the way they were drafted, like Svechnikov was second overall. Right. And, uh, Aho was in the second round. That's fair. That, that makes a difference. Kako's prices are still crazy. Uh, yeah. Compared to other Rangers that were drafted later. Other Rangers drafted later, other players that are objectively better that were drafted later, like Kirby Doc. Oh, yeah, that's true. I would definitely take Kirby Doc, I think, over Kako. Right? 
Uh, okay, well, so there we go. So is your pick Svechnikov then? Uh, I I couldn't decide. I think I'd probably go Aho just because I like the deal, but like I I don't know. Okay, let's go with Svechnikov. <laughs> uh, I'm not going with him, but you can. <laughs> yeah, we'll just well then we have two answers. Sure. All right. So is it, do people prefer if we agree or is it more fun if we have different answers? I don't know. Let us know. Tweet at us at near mid hockey. Ooh, I want to know, is anyone listening to this because they heard last week's episode that we released on the Keeping Carlson podcast oh, feed? If yes, get in touch. Because I actually didn't hear from any Keeping Carlson listeners with their thoughts on that episode. <laughs> like I, people are like, obviously podcast listeners, it's, it's, it's a weird medium, right? It's like people listen, even if they love it, they don't necessarily think to, I'm going to tweet to the podcast and let them know it was a good episode. Right. But I'd be curious to know if we got any new listeners because of that. Uh, I'd be so curious to hear it. I know of one at least, um, because a guy that I play fantasy hockey with posted a screenshot of that episode and was like, Oh, Hey, because <laughs> uh, I guess he didn't know that I was doing the, the show. So, so did he say if it was good? Uh, no comment. He just, he just <laughs> okay. was like, whoa. <laughs> you, did a, you did a thing. Yeah. That, let's end it here. Okay, so let's go to Pittsburgh. Ugh, I had a really hard time with Pittsburgh, so I'm going to be curious to hear what you think. Um, yeah, so I actually just made a trade uh, via Instagram for my pick. So uh, I had a Pedersen card lying around that I was going to sell, and someone was interested, and I made a nice trade that includes this player. So we'll get to that. But yeah, this is a tough team to invest in because the first thing you think is Crosby. Then you're like, hmm, that's crazy expensive. It's like $2,700 for like a PSA 10. Um, like, I think that's even a good deal. And that's a good deal. Yeah, like... Uh, and then you're like, oh, maybe I could go. Limit. Yeah, you're way off. I'm seeing 3,300 recently in an auction that just finished. Maybe that was American. Um, yeah. Or I might have even been looking at PSA 9s. But yeah, Crosby is crazy expensive. Lemieux is like, if you can get a PSA 10 Lemieux, <laughs> it's like $27,000. That's so funny um, that you're looking at these old players. I didn't think about it. <laughs> well, why not? Like the Lemieux has gone up in price a lot in the last like month or two. I mean, when I was a kid, like I really strongly felt like Lemieux was better than Gretzky. I know that's like the age old debate. A lot of people like, would agree. If you look at points per game, Lemieux is better. Right. It's just uh, Gretzky got to play a lot more. Poor Lemieux had those back problems. It was also so cool. Remember when Lemieux like retired and then he like owned the Penguins? They couldn't even pay him because they were having <laughs> so much trouble. So then they ended up giving him the team. Yeah. And then the team was doing so badly and they needed money. So he just went and played again. And right. then he still scored like 40 goals or whatever he did. Even though he was like 40 years old. Amazing. What a guy. Yeah. Well, and he's one of those guys, like I was mentioning earlier, he's like one of the few guys that no one will ever forget. Yeah. It's just legendary. He had a season where he had to stop playing for part of the season because he had cancer. And then he went and like had treatment for his Hodgkin's cancer. And then he came back after missing like 25 games. And then he won the Art Ross with like 160 points. Yeah. Legendary. That's insane. That's nuts. Um yeah, so there's those two guys. There's Malkin, obviously. Uh, his cards are a bit expensive, like 350 raw. Um, and obviously, he's had a great career. I feel like Malkin doesn't get a lot of buzz. Like, I just he feel does, like yeah, people don't talk about him. He's like better. He's he's underrated. He's totally I feel bad underrated. For him. He's been overshadowed. He's done amazing things. 
but yeah, he's he's overshadowed by Crosby. And actually, we learned something interesting this week that Malkin has Malkin looks like he has two young guns from the year that his cards was released. Um, there's one where he's in a black pen, Penguins jersey, and there's one that are, he's in a white Penguins jersey. And the and everything looks the same on the front of the card. It says Young Guns. It's him. They're identical except the picture is different. But then when you really dig into it, because I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" Uh, one of them is a checklist card, and that's, the other that's one so is the annoying. actual one. People are have for sure made that mistake. Hundred percent. You know, I would have made that mistake if I was like, I want to. If I didn't know, and obviously that would be dumb to, I guess, buy a card that you know nothing about. But if I just like searched on eBay for Malkin PSA ten Young Guns, and then I saw this one for like a couple hundred bucks, I'd be like, all right, looks looks real to me. It's like, right. you know, PSA called it a PSA ten, so obviously it's not a fake. It's like yep. it's not a fake. It's just a checklist. It's crazy. Why does it say checklist? so crazy it, well i guess it does on the back of the card so obviously you always want to be looking at the front and the back but <laughs> yeah um and even i was looking at the a psa that had an older psa label and it didn't even say checklist on it whereas the if you get it graded now the psa label says checklist so you might notice there um, hey can i ask you something by the way Sure. Can we just leave Pittsburgh for a second? <laughs> so bye. <laughs> bye. I don't care about you guys anymore. I don't. I can't afford a Crosby Young Guns. So, <laughs> uh, I last week we talked about the Canadian teams, mm-hmm. and I don't know if we brought up Valamaki on Calgary. I think I brought him up because yeah, I remember I bid on him like during the oh, show. I I ended up getting a Valamaki card for four dollars. So now that nice. I look at it. I, I feel like it's not even in great condition, so that's a shame. <laughs> so, but whatever, $4. Anyway, I was just searching for more, because then I listened to Victor Nuno on the last Keeping Carlson episode, and he was saying he thinks Valimaki's like a really strong Calder contender, potentially, especially mm-hmm. if Lafreniere is held back, at, you know, and is only on the third line. Like, Valimaki could be the top power play quarterback on Calgary, and he's been, like, point per game over in Europe on a really strong league. Anyway, just got me thinking. I started looking for more Valimakis. I saw uh, Valimaki exclusives. Mm. Um, so that's like, uh, it's out of a hundred. It's like a one in a hundred exclusives. It's number, what is it here? 50 out of a hundred. And someone is selling it uh, as a buy it now on eBay ungraded, uh, for 75 us. I threw in an offer of like 50 or like I really low ball offer. Yeah. Then he responded with an offer of 70 us right. plus like, 20, so it'd be about a hundred dollars Canadian with shipping. Is that like a good deal? Like if he's a potential Calder winner and it's like his exclusives out of a hundred young guns. Yeah. Like that could be worth a lot of money if he wins so, the Calder, right? Well, the way I like to look at it is like, what else could you do with that hundred bucks? Um, and you know, like you could go out and get two Barzals regular for a hundred yeah. bucks. And so like, that's I'm curious to know what, what you think of. Ex- well, yeah, but I'm curious to know what you think of exclusives. Like, is that oh, to great. you like, yeah. is that like worth spending a lot on because if the player hits that card is going to be like how much is a mcdavid i'm not saying the valid magazine like just to get a sense like a mcdavid psa 10 young guns is like a couple grand let's say rounding up uh like if an exclusives mcdavid young guns psa 10 how much is that worth like how much more are we talking quite a bit like it'll be tens of thousands Um, so we're talking like 10 times so right now if i could get valimaki for four dollars and that means if it's 10 times, I guess the exclusive is only $40. So that would be, that's quite an increase to spend $100. Okay, I'm not probably not going to buy it. Yeah, like, they're obviously extremely collectible, right? Like, if you want one, there's only 100. So, 
and if you get a PSA 10 on it, there's, I don't know, let's, let's say 40% of them. So then there's only 40. Okay. I'm um, going to take a risk, but whatever. Someone wants to buy it. I won't be mad. I promise. I'm going to, I'm going to post this card in the chat and then you guys could let me know what you think the grade is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Chad is telling us 100 is probably a bit high, which I agree with. That's a little high on a guy that, like, as much as people might be stoked about, I I don't really see it yet. Fair. Yeah, maybe I could do more counter offers, or maybe I should stop, like, overspending on cards. Lap is always telling me how I'm, like, spending. I spent too much on that Darlene Young Guns PSA 10 by, like, $20. I don't, like, he's even telling me now that I could have gotten that uh, Valamaki Raw non-exclusive for three nineteen, and I was an Ooh. idiot that spent $4. 80 cents. So. <laughs> um, okay, we get, we're off track here. Let's get oh, back yeah, Pittsburgh. to Pittsburgh. So who are you picking? I'm picking Jake Gensel. Ah, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> you can get him for 35 Raw. PSA 10s are actually a bit expensive. It's like 190 range. Um, but I just traded for one. I traded my Pedersen for a Gensel and I think four other Young Guns. And, uh, yeah. So you traded a Pedersen Young Guns? Yep. For a Gensel and what else? Uh, I don't have that in front of me. I forget right. exactly. There was a Kakanayemi in there. It was, it, was um, a nice, it was a nice little package. I don't know. I don't really like that for you. But I don't even know what's in the package yet. So I guess I, I can't really comment. <laughs> but uh, Gensel's good. Yeah, I'm seeing that you get a PSA 9 uh, the, like for really cheap. I don't want Not that. really cheap. There's an auction right now that's like at $18. I, I should be looking at sold items, obviously. Yeah, that auction is not going to end at $18. Like, how good do you think Gensel's going to be? Do you think he's going to be like a star in the league? Like, I would be a little bit worried about what happens when Crosby and Malkin are gone. Is he like so good that he can carry the team be like a huge star similar to like a Panarin and like a Aho and guys like that. It's hard. It's hard for me to say we've only ever I seen think, him play with elite, elite top yeah, of the cream of the crop centerman. Right. You, you can't really know, but I think he's proven that he's a very, very good player. Sure. Um, and so like, I don't see any reason for his value to go down in the next two yeah. years. Let's say I found Gensel like a little expensive to be honest, but, uh, it's not a bad choice. He's like he's awesome. He's really good. Yeah. I couldn't really I was had I had a lot of trouble. Like I felt like Crosby's so expensive. I guess like Crosby's just like if you just think that Crosby's gonna yeah. go up. But I feel like if I'm gonna pick between Crosby and Ovi, I'm gonna get Ovi because I think he's more fun. Like he's cooler. But I guess like I'm not like one of these like super patriotic Canadians, like with a Canadian flag hanging out of my window. So maybe those types of people are like into Crosby a lot more than Ovi. Like maybe I'm not like the the Heartland Canada like, you know, market. And maybe like his cards are gonna go up with those guys, so I don't know. Crosby used to have that reputation of being a bit of like a whiner. I remember people used to not like him that much, like outside of Pittsburgh, obviously. But I guess that's gone away by now. I don't know. Could I say like John Marino? Just another one of my like spend a buck or two. And yeah. I think that once Latang is gone, he could be like their like clutch star defenseman. It's yeah. a boring choice. I don't really. Like I'm not super into it. Like my, like I, if I had all the money in the world, I'd probably just invest in Crosby. Okay, I've got an answer then. Uh, Give me Yager. Let me go buy that OPG like Premier Yager. Yager's the coolest guy ever. Uh, I should have. I should have chosen Yager. Can I switch to Yager? <laughs> <laughs> He's still playing. He's like thirty nine or something. He's going to be in the Hockey Hall of Fame if he ever stops playing. Like they're going to have to make an exception and just put him in while he's still playing. He'll play till he's eighty. Um, but he I love just him. And yeah, his cards are actually relatively inexpensive. So, yeah, because it came out of that same era as Brodeur. It's the same yeah. year. 
Yeah. That score Yager card is actually really funny. That's one of the cards we brought up on our show. The mm-hmm. Yager rookie from that set of score. He looks like a real weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so a couple of teams to go. So Philadelphia, another tricky one for me, actually. There's no one that I got like super excited about because there's like Giroux, who's already like, I feel like he's done what he's going to do. Carter Hart, like you said, you're spending like $100. Uh, you know, you've got like Voracek, Couturier. I just feel like sort of at this point, they are what they are and their cards price is reflecting that. Maybe if they go on a cup run. Um, so I guess I went young. Like I really like Travis Konechny. Like he had a really good breakout year this year. His cards are like super cheap, but you can still get it for like less than $20. And I could see Konechny doing like, uh, you know, better and I don't know. It's not like I'm not super excited about this choice, but we had to pick someone on Philly. I didn't think through older Philadelphia players. Maybe I'll think of that now while you give your answer. I know you could say like a Provorov, like Matt is saying here in the chat. But the thing with Provorov is like, I think that he's not going to be that top power play defenseman for like so much longer. I think potentially Eric Gustafsson is bumping him this year. Like potentially, I don't know. Like, I just don't know. But Provorov's really good. I think he's like a Marino. Like, I think, I don't know if Marino is going to be like a huge offensive superstar. And I don't know if the same for Provorov. So... I think that's a hot take. Like, I don't understand how you can say Hamilton is a guy to invest in and Provorov is not. I mean, Hamilton was on like a 70 plus point pace before he got injured last year. He was having a monster season. Like Provorov, what did he get? Like 40 pace for like 40 something points. And that was on the top power play. I haven't looked at his points yet, but it's not that not that exciting. Like, yeah, but he's like the best defenseman on their team and he will be for a long time. And, like, it's funny you say you weren't excited about Philadelphia. I'm super excited about Philadelphia. I yeah. think their chances okay. at winning hockey games, winning potentially Stanley Cup soon, uh, are high. Um, and so it's really about, like, who do you choose, which yeah. is a little bit tough. I think Provorov's interesting. Um, I couldn't really make an, a quick decision on this one. I have a few Carter Hearts, so... Maybe that like swayed me away from him, but I think that's a, so much. a great choice. Still, two hundred bucks PSA ten is a sweet deal. What you um, think? How how high do you think this is going to go? Carry Price PSA ten is like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, I've and said think- before, I think on the podcast that I think Hart is the next best goalie, like the next stud goalie in the league. I don't know. Um, I think that maybe he's had that idea until like the russians came and now all of a sudden we've got Shostrokin, uh, Sorokin, Samsonov. come on they've Rizlikins. done nothing they've done nothing okay what has heart done heart's been great okay he's been well, excellent so wait one year and then they'll all have been great well yeah sure one year from now um but anyway i think carter hart's like way overpriced like he's he's really good unless like philly wins the cup yeah so well that's what i'm saying i think they will uh, oh okay. I think I like some young guys on that team. I like F- Morgan Frost. Ha- yeah. Like could be good. Like Farabee. Those are like super. Like if I, if you want to go with my boring like discount picks. No, I don't think that's boring at all. I've been grabbing Frost for sure. I think that's an excellent one. And he was like I had two guys, and I was kind of picking between him and the other one. Um, a weird one. For, like this is kind of a fun one. I think honestly, you could invest in gritty cards <laughs> because. Like, he's amazing. He's yeah. constantly in the news. Everyone wants that. Like, everybody wants that card. Um, they're selling for a lot. It's like, like if you can get one for, like, $65, you've got yourself a steal. I haven't um, even thought about it. Is it nuts. really that much? Yeah, like, but, like, why? Like, I want one. Everyone wants one. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> we're seeing in the chat, uh, Puck, you finally got one. Like, yeah, he's awesome. And he's never going away 
right? Like, I guess the guy inside of him might change, but Gritty will, will last kind of forever. Does um, he have multiple young guns? I'm looking, I just searched does, for Gritty yeah. young guns. He has a couple. Yeah, so he's got a silver one, um, and then he's got like a gold parallel. The gold one, I, in my opinion, is much nicer looking, so that's kind of what I'd be after. Um, and I think that's kind of what the value has kind of also decided. Like, everyone kind of likes that one more. Um, Ridiculous. But I, I couldn't really bring myself to make him my decision. And uh, I ended up going with Konechny as well. Ah, so in the end, we agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think he's the star of the team. He's the star of the team. He's a he character. Will be, like, everything you hear about him is like, he's just shit-talking guys on the ice. <laughs> he's like such a disturber. He's tiny, so he's doing that as like a small guy. And uh, yeah, he's super fun to watch. They have a defenseman, by the way, named Cam York, who I've heard yeah. people talk about. So that's another reason to maybe make me make me think that Provorov... I just don't know how long he holds. He just got the top power play, right? Like, Ghost of Spare had it for a while. And, uh, he said yeah. it for two seasons. I think that there's contenders coming, including Eric Gustafsson, who might take it this year. So, okay. Uh, we'll agree on Konechny. And we go to Washington. You go first. Yeah. I go first. Okay, here's another one where... If you go Ovechkin and you invest in Ovechkin, that's super smart. Go for it. Like <laughs> He's a legend. Uh, no one will ever stop talking about him as like the best goal scorer ever. It's kind of not debatable at this point. Um, so yeah, like go for Ovechkin. It's, it's not my choice because you have to spend like $750, $800 on a raw one. And if you want PSA 10, you're in like the $3,000 territory. Um, but PSA then, 9 is worth, I think the nice thing is that PSA 9 is worth like 1500 sure. plus still. Yeah. So if you have the money, you can buy a raw. You just got to not mess it up. You got to make sure <laughs> that it's going to grade high. Right. And you could have a huge return. Yeah. Like you could buy it for less than $1,000. And if it's a PSA 10, like you said, it's like 3500 Yeah. Really you do hard. have to be aware that like a, like a good majority of the people selling it raw will have the awareness of like yeah. what it would grade at. Um, so there's, there's kind of a risk there, but I agree with you. It's, it's like, like I said, that would not be a mistake by any means. How um, awesome would it be if OV actually like gets to play enough games to go and approach that Gretzky goal record. That'd be, be huge. Insane. Be that card insane. would be good. But oh, it's so yeah. annoying. All these stupid COVID. Yeah, he's like, getting I was scared. already I was already getting mad about how he l- was getting suspended for games because he skips the All-Star <laughs> game. That's so stupid. It's like this guy's chasing a record. Like yeah. let him rest during All-Star weekend. Right. They should definitely make an exception for him. And now like with COVID, I, I get worried about this guy. Also, his contract is up at the end of next year. There's no guarantees. Uh, yeah. Do you think if he if he g- decides to go to Russia, does well, that hurt his card value or even still does it matter because he's the best goal scorer ever? So like he recently said that he'll probably finish his career in Russia. And I think it's starting to dawn on him that all these COVID things are getting in the way of his record. Like he was really like he was adamant that he was going to get the most goals ever scored. Yeah. Um, but now two shortened seasons in a row. I'm sure he's looking at his age and how many points yet or how many goals he has to score every single year. And thinking, oh my god! So, like, maybe he's not as into that concept as he once was. Yeah, but so let's say worst case. Let's say after next season, he decides I'm going to Russia. I'm going to play in the KHL. 
do you think his young guns like still can go up or do you think that really hampers the growth? That's a great question. I don't think it'll like, I don't think it'll dive bomb or anything. Um, and there's at least on the like, plus side, yeah, on the plus side, he'd leave on top, right? He'd leave as still one of the best goal scorers in the league. That that would be his his legacy. It's supposed to be Yager, who by the end, like you know, couldn't get signed in the NHL, and that's why he had to go to yeah. Europe. Which is like not that that's killed like Yager's legacy, yeah. but it was kind of like a bummer to watch Yager struggle to keep up on the Flames or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know something. But it, like you still see, I saw a highlight yesterday of Yager getting an assist at like age forty eight or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now he's like getting the Gordie Howe treatment. It's yeah. like he's might not even be that amazing, but it's just like fun to see him still out there doing stuff. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, so I, I beat around the bush a bit there. Like we've talked about Washington a little bit on this show, um, and you can get you can get Kuznetsov and you can get Jacob Vrana both for about fifteen bucks, and I'm kind of just leaning Vrana at this point. He's oh, younger yeah. and he's got upside. I still think worried, Kuznetsov yeah. could be as good in his investment, but I'm more on the Verona side myself. I'm a little concerned about Kuznetsov. Like he was already kind of getting bumped from the top power play sometimes for Verona. I'd, but I mean, there's other older players on the team yeah. that can leave, and like Kuznetsov's a good player. But I think that he he's got that fun thing with the bird. Exactly. It would be so yeah. cool if his young guns had him doing that. But I guess Ooh. he wasn't doing the dirty bird or whatever. That it's would called. be really cool. Maybe he but, was, and they just like didn't take that opportunity. They should have. Uh, so Verona, I think, is a good pick. I like Samsonov, like I said. Yeah. I don't know how much how much is a Samsonov right now. Uh, from what I looked at, about 25 raw, 105 PSA 10. It's a lot lower than Shostyorkin, that's for sure. Yeah. But I guess Washington might be going in the wrong direction. Like Their prospect yeah. pool isn't great. Their players are getting older. Ovi 100%. might leave. So it might not be a good time. By the way, Matthew posted in the chat here an Ovechkin. Don't click it. I'm going to ask you. So an okay. Ovechkin, Young Guns, PSA, or no, BGS9, high gloss. I don't know. Like, So how rare is a high gloss here? High gloss? I forget offhand, but I feel like there's very few of them. It's oh, it says out of 10. Okay, yeah, so Damn. 10. Okay, so okay, it's out so of 10, it's BGS9. You could, you could buy it now. It's the you Young can Guns? Have it. It's the Young Guns, yeah. How much do you think oh, it's... Man. How much do you think it's, uh, you could buy it for right now? That is, that's not necessarily what it's worth. You can make an offer and maybe get it for less. Yeah. But just to get I, a sense of where it's listed. I feel like if I was listing that, it would be like 50000 Yeah, it's listed for 80000 80000 Okay, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's one of those, like, put your price up and someone will have to pay it if they want it. Um, out of, here's a question for you. If a card is, like, out of 10... Yeah. Like, how many of them have been pulled? Because, like, I still see people, like, selling unopened boxes of these old sets. Yeah. Well, like, there's so there's no way to know unless you're, like, tracking the entire hockey card world. Now, if 10 people got them graded and, like, they yeah, came then back we'll with know. different grades, well, you still don't know. You could grade the same card twice, and there's no way to know that that happened. Um, oh, like, you got it graded, then you unslabbed yeah. it, and then got sent to the yeah. So okay. it's it's hard to know That's for annoying. sure, <laughs> but like looking at the the population report, you can get an idea. Um, and like yeah, like these days with social media, you'll have a better idea of like how many have been like talked about because people mm-hmm. just like post them, so you could kind of figure it out. But it's hard to say. It's interesting. Aaron is saying six of Lafreniere's high high gloss came out within a couple days. Wow, and that's six. 
is it possible Upper Deck's lying? Is it no. possible? No. No, okay. Um, they'd have such a lawsuit on their hands. Um, so what, yeah. was the, what were the odds? Like, how many boxes did they print? And they've stopped printing at this point, right? Is it like they've all been... Right, yeah, they're serial numbered, so of course they couldn't be lying because someone would just... As soon as two people get the same one with the same number. But yeah, like... Uh, are they done already? Like a series one, like stamp, boom, gone. Like we're not making any more. Is that how it works? I mean, they must be, I guess. right? Because they put all yeah. the cards in the boxes. No, they still have a bunch of them at their warehouse, I'm sure. Um, so is that like really crazy luck that all in, within a couple days, it's like no. out of 10 card and six of them got pulled? That's just because so many boxes got purchased and opened. Yeah. In like so I still a have weeks. a box. Don't you, you think yeah. feel... I feel like a, I could be Charlie from... From the Willy Wonka, you know, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Like, maybe I've yeah. got a golden ticket. Maybe I've got a Lafreniere high gloss just sitting in that box. You could also be one of many, many people that just have a, a box that has some stuff like in one, it. Yeah. One of those boxes <laughs> that we opened up a couple episodes ago and just yeah, got just very disappointed. Completely average. And you told me that I had a hit on my hands with this McDavid wearing a suit. And that's card still unsold. And I yeah. just see you keep decreasing and decreasing the price. No one wants it. It's not a hit. Who gives a crap? He's wearing a suit. Big deal. It's funny because like, I sold the one that I listed a, a few days earlier than that. Um, but the second one hasn't gone. Bummer. All right. So that's... Uh, oh, did I give my Washington pick? I guess I said OV also. Like, I mean, you have to pay yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. But that's, he's great. That's a good pick. Go, go in with friends, right? You could all buy an OV. Just like each pays each pay $70, get 10 friends, get a raw OV, s- send it into PSA. Then you could sort of come up with some plan where you each get it for a weekend. Or during, <laughs> like the Stanley Cup, you know, you pass it around, you display it in your apartment. And then one day if you sell it, you split the profits. Or you could do one of those cool death deals. Like whoever's the last one alive gets to keep it. Everyone's like trying to stay alive. It's like on The Simpsons. Remember there was the treasure and it was mm-hmm. like, and then Grandpa Simpson was like one, one of the last ones alive. Yeah. You could also make it the trophy in your fantasy hockey league. I love that idea. That'd be so cool. Just be careful with it, though. It's a valuable yeah, card. Yeah, it'd be scary. Get that, like, so get that obviously slabbed, get that graded, and then put that in, like, something else that's, mm. like, really secure. You know, and you pass that thing around where, like, even if you break the holder, even if you drop it, the card is still fine. I don't know if that's possible. Someone could. I'm sure that's got to exist. I, I actually saw an ad on Instagram for a slab protector so basically a case for your graded slabs so your slabs don't get damaged which is like it's just like this (laughs) pandora box of like protecting the slab protecting the case for the slab protecting that and like you just have like a huge you might well i'm curious if the people in the chat room think i'm dumb here so i have uh eric carlson bgs 9.5 that i Mm. bought off of facebook i spent i think 80 dollars or something like i was so excited because my my favorite player like i wanted this card i got it the the card look i mean it's 8.5 it's slapped right so it's like i mean 9.5 sorry so like you know it's good it's like all four subgrades are 9.5 uh but the case is scratched there's scratches on the case and i know that you've told me that that makes the the whole package like less valuable like people don't want to buy a scratched case so i'm thinking like in our psa submission i want to send this carlson even though i'm gonna have to spend whatever it is 20 bucks to get it like unslabbed and reslabbed by psa i'm hoping for a psa 10 if it's a bgs 9.5 it could be a psa 10 but even if it's a psa 9 I wonder if it's still worth it. I think we're going to say that like they don't take it out unless it's a 10. But it's like, yeah. what's the difference between a PSA 9 that's like in perfect condition like the case versus a BGS 9.5, but the case is scratched? I think 
you definitely would want the BGS 9.5 as far as like value goes, even if it's scratched up. Oh, you don't think it matters? Um, oh, Aaron's saying you could get it recased. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can send it in to BGS or Beckett, oh. I should say, and they'll they'll put a new case on it. Not for free. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you definitely can. Um, I yeah, I think like if you can get it at, as PSA 10, that's obviously a big increase. I. I don't know what the odds of that happening are. I've definitely seen some videos of people doing that. And, you know, some people are like getting more than half of the cards that were 9.5 come back as PSA 10s and others are getting like one out of 10. So like, hmm. I think it really just depends. Um, PSA should do 9.5. Why don't they do that? Yeah. It really bugs me actually when PSA is like either nine or 10, they don't tell you why there's no yeah. subgrades. It's like it kind of makes me feel like the ten of PSA should be like a little devalued, and that's I, to me that's why BGS ten is typically valued higher than PSA ten. It's because they have those subgrades. There's a nine point five, so you know it's like even better. Yeah, it's even better than like, what's the yeah. standard top value card. Yeah, because yeah, a PSA ten could be hypothetically a nine point six, yeah. whereas a BGS 10 has to be a 9.76 yeah exactly like if, if we're looking at like the worst bgs 10 kind of like that's yeah all right so this was fun so we went through all these teams we gave our picks i'd love to hear what the listeners think about our picks and if they agree or disagree so we'd love to hear from you tweeted us at near mid hockey come join the discord the link is in the show notes of how to get into our discord you might not see it you, you click the link you'll join the keeping carlson discord server and then just like dm me or tweet it whatever like let me know if you came in and i'll get you into the hockey card channel and uh, then we'll have fun talking about hockey cards like we've been doing all the time it's been a blast and i guess you and i ryan we'll just be back next week to yeah. talk about another division. We'll talk about some Western Conference teams. And uh, until then, you've got your little slogan now, you can say. We've got my little slogan. Yeah, we'll probably talk about the Pacific Division next next week. And maybe we'll know what the divisions will actually be. But uh, until then, go get them young guns. <laughs>